Welcome to College Football Roundtable, your source for college football coverage, including major storylines, playoffs, can't miss game previews, and picks each week. Join your hosts, Dan, Rob, and Jordan at the roundtable for a show unlike anything else. As for Football presents the College Football Roundtable. It's another week of close calls and crazy upsets in college football. We maybe didn't see quite as many top teams drop this week, but there was still one hell of a lot of drama. Hello, Trash Talkers. What's up? Welcome back to College Football Roundtable, or if you prefer, Ring Knocker Radio. I am your host, Dano E. Cabeza, and I am here coming to you live out of coastal Connecticut. I am joined, as always, today by Jordan in Atlanta and by James in Oklahoma. Rob, the angry colonel, has taken his wife down to Disney World, friends. So here's hoping that he is a little less angry in the happiest place on earth. So how's everybody doing, Jordan? Uh, I'd be doing better if Army won, but, you know, <laughs> UCF also got smashed. So, oh, well, Navy lost too. So I guess, it, you know, that kind of evens everything out. James? Doing well. Uh, just getting off of work bright and early. So it's a good open day. Yeah, so Service Academy results. Uh, Army got beat by Wisconsin 20-14. to 14. Black Knights defense played pretty well, but the offense did nothing for three solid quarters. Uh, however, things got interesting and crazy, as they have been all season, in the last 15 minutes. Uh, Army scored a touchdown, uh, got the stop that they needed, but then they fumbled on their own goal line. And that pretty much ended the game, except that Army fought back and made it a one-score game by passing all over the Badgers. However, they couldn't recover the onside kick, and they uh, and they fell by a touchdown. Badgers survived at home. Army's now 4-2. and two. Navy lost badly to Memphis uh, 35-17, despite mounting a 21-play, nearly 12-minute drive in the first possession of the game. Memphis, however, countered with a single... Uh, play touchdown drive they and then they ended up holding the mids to 200 yards rushing so navy's offense still not quite fixed their defense maybe not as good as they might have hoped finally air force is six and one they beat a really solid boise state team 24 17 on the smurf turf the zoomies ran for 307 yards on 4.9 yards per carry air force they look good uh and then Coast Guard Academy, because we know you guys are uh, following this these last two closely. Now two and five, following a thirty to seven loss to Catholic College. Alarmingly, the Coasties didn't score until the fourth quarter. And Merchant Marine Academy is six and zero. Oh, they beat mighty MIT 56-34, coming off a 27-14 first half lead. They look really good. Haven't I uh, haven't seen them play, but there's no arguing with these results. So uh, James, why don't you take us through the bottom line here? Sure. Uh, so Army showed uh, some life this week late in the game on offense, um, and that was against uh, one of the best defenses in the country, particularly one of the best run defenses in the country. Uh, well, Navy kind of spluttered out. They were facing a top 25 team, but uh, had, a, had a real you know second half to forget. Based on the scoreboard, the uh, Zoomies looked like they might be the best team in Service Academy football. Uh, it is sort of an off year for Boise State, but anytime you beat Boise State on the Smurf turf uh, is impressive. Uh, Commanders Classic in uh, Dallas will decide the fate of where the CIC trophy rests uh, this year. That's coming up here in less than a month on November 6th. Pretty exciting. Jordan, you want to talk about the uh, AP Top 10 standings? Absolutely. Um, as we noted at the top of the show, as of the recording of this, Cincinnati is the number two ranked team in the country. 
Uh, that's an AP and coaches poll. We have not seen the CFP uh, rankings yet. And so you know, naturally they'll probably come in at 16 <laughs> or 17 in those rankings. Of course they will. Um, but this past week, teams ranked 2, 11, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 25 all lost. Unranked Purdue beat number two Iowa at home 24 to 7. Georgia beat Kentucky 20 to 13. And number 12 Oklahoma State beat number 25 Texas 32 to 24. Two tough losses in a row for Texas. They might not be back, but we'll see. Um, unranked Auburn beat number 17 Arkansas 38 to 23. Auburn is now ranked. Unranked Utah beat number 18 Arizona State 35-21. And then unranked Baylor beat number 19 BYU 38-24. That is also two losses in a row for the Cougars. Uh, probably won't be ranked again this season based on the fact that they're not in a conference and what they have the rest of the season. Then unranked LSU beat number 20 Florida 49-42 and then lost their coach for the start of next season. That so wild. really okay. up and down week for LSU. Um, <laughs> might not be the level of insanity we saw last week, but – there's a lot of parity between the 20th ranked team and the 50th ranked team. Uh, and then also the weekend as a whole gets bonus points for Iowa's unaccountable no-show loss at home against 4-2 and two Purdue, who was like a three-touchdown underdog or something crazy. Yeah, that was unbelievable. James, you want really, to taste? Uh, Go ahead. Before we get to the top 10, I'm really disappointed about the, uh, the Coach Orgeron thing. Army is supposed to go down to Death Valley in a couple of years, and I was really looking forward to hearing – or at least attempting to understand Coach O talk about <laughs> triple option. Yeah, two years removed from a national championship. He is yeah. leaving his position. Uh, but there's some off-the-field stuff that is apparently pretty dire, involving some pretty senior boosters' wives. It was wild. They wild <laughs> discussion of that in the first club. I, mm -hmm. I honestly couldn't believe it. So $16 million of uh, getting rid of him. So I hope it's worth it for him. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's That's good money if you can get it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Take us through the top 10 there. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, Bulldogs from Georgia stand at number one. The Bearcats out of Cincinnati at 6-0, now number two. Oklahoma back into the top three with a statement win from their freshman quarterback against TCU. Uh, they're at 7-0. The Crimson Tide of Alabama now back into the playoff contention at number four after the Iowa loss. They're at 6-1. Ohio State 5-1 with their loss to Oregon at number 5. The Wolverines out of Ann Arbor are still undefeated off the bye week there at number 6. Penn State is 5-1 at number 7. Oklahoma State, after, after their big win against Texas, is 6-0 at number 8. Michigan State enters their bye week uh, before the Michigan game at 7-0 for the first time in a long time at number 9. And Oregon after a slide-by uh, finish win during the, uh, I believe, Friday night, uh, wins 5-1, to one, uh, goes to 5-1 to one after their win over UCLA, uh, rounding out your top 10. As with last week, Big Ten has a bunch of spots, not as many as last week. Last week they had five. With Iowa's loss, they dropped out of the top 10, so the Big Ten now has four. Uh, but remember, all four of those teams are coming from the Big Ten East. So you have one division uh, with a lot of good teams. So that champion is likely going to be the Big Ten's playoff bid. So the best team, according to the rankings, out of that whole group is 5-1 and one, Ohio State. Imagine a world where Michigan goes 6-0 and oh and doesn't make it to the college football playoff. Isn't well, I mean, I mean, again, Michigan's going to have to play Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. And in fact, all of those schools, those four, those four schools in the Big Ten East, none of them have played each other yet. So yeah. they're all going to play each other. 
all of them are going to end up with one or two losses and the winner is going to go to the Big Ten championship and beat the crap out of whatever team the Big Ten West sends and they'll go to the playoff. Well, let's here's here's hoping, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. So notable additional teams in the top 25. Notre Dame sliding in at number 13. Coastal Carolina at number 14. Wake Forest 6-0 and at number 16 coming off the bye week heading up to Mikey Stadium. Southern Methodist is 6-0 and sitting at number 21. San Diego State is 5-0 and at number 22. They're headed to Air Force. And the University of Texas San Antonio comes in at number 24. Holy crap. I'll tell you what, last year's win at UTSA is looking better and better every single day, I'll tell you that. It only took them um, seven wins to get ranked. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Conference USA, getting all the respect. I mean, they beat Memphis. They have a transitive win over Mississippi State at this point. Oh, my God. Transitive. <laughs> uh, Air Force got 19 votes. Louisiana got 13 votes. Houston came in with two votes. I think that's kind of a miracle. Jordan, take us through the games of the week. Uh, yeah, so this week it's kind of special because all three service academies or all three FBS service academies take on ranked teams. Uh, Army host number 16, Wake Forest, at noon on CBS Sports. ESPN uh, FPI gives Deben Deacons a 65% chance of winning. But the line, uh, I think, opened at three and now it's at three and a half towards uh, Wake Forest. Wake is allowing 174 yards per game rushing and six yards per play. So that really lines up well with Army strengths. Navy host number two Cincinnati at noon on ESPN two uh, mids are well into the hard part of their schedule. Now defense has played okay, but their offense can't show a little more consistency through all four quarters. Um, they might not be favored in another game this season and they really need to win games. Otherwise they're not going to a bowl because they still have Cincinnati and Notre Dame on their schedule. And they're sitting at what, one in f- one in five, one in four. So uh, yeah, I don't see how they get to a bowl game. If I'm being honest, I think they're either one and five or yeah, I think they're one and five right now. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, and then Air Force host number two, well, number twenty-two, San Diego State. Uh, teams look very even on paper. Lines Air Force minus four. Uh, San Diego State's defense is giving is giving up just sixty-six yards per game. So uh, that'll be interesting. Air Force may may need to go through the air a little bit more. And the notable games started earlier this week and continue through the weekend. There aren't really any ranked-on-ranked matchups. Coastal Carolina at Appalachian State. I think Coastal's only favored by like two and a half points there. Game of the week, though, if you watch the Army game, they talked about it during every single commercial break, is Wisconsin at number 25, <laughs> Purdue. Wisconsin's favored by three. Uh, real chance to get above 500 for the season. You know, we, we thought that going into the season, and then season kind of started, and we, we weren't optimistic, but now... Um, things are looking up for the Badgers. Uh, number eight, Oklahoma State travels to Iowa State. Number 10, Oregon goes to UCLA. And LSU goes to number 12, Ole Miss. Yeah, what's interesting about all of those is that every single team that you mentioned there has been ranked at some point this season, took mm-hmm. some unaccountable loss, and now here we are. So, yeah, it's just it's just been total madness. But there's a lot of, of good football teams that are like somewhere between the 25 to, say, 35, 40 range. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Anyway, all right, James, you want to take us through our picks and trap games of the week? Weekly Locks. Of the week? Yeah, so uh, update from last week. Uh, the crew actually went 4-0 and um, as, a, as, a, as a team here. Uh, Dan had two picks uh, that hit, and then Rob and Jordan each had one. Jordan coming in at the midnight hour. Uh, I think at a, like 1130 on game day. Hit I'm me a up busy with his, man. All yeah, right. Hey, it's... hey, 
you know, I was what, coaching what? flat. I was coaching third grade tackle football that morning. All right, oh, I was there you go. giving back so, to the community. Excuse so, me. So he, he, was <laughs> coaching football. he was coaching football. He said this kid looks a lot like Zach Calzada. He said I'm going to take Texas A&M to cover the spread at 11 and a half, and it hit. Rob hits at Kentucky plus uh, plus 21 and a half, barely. I mean, that, that flip-flopped about eight times in the fourth quarter. Uh, Syracuse, uh, plus 14. They end up losing, uh, but I believe only by a point or two. Um, yeah, it was or, close. Or it was an overtime. It was an overtime, excuse me. And then uh, Ball State uh, covers the two and a half, ends up winning outright by eight points. So 4-0 is a crew. Standings on the season are uh, Dan plus four, Jordan minus one, and Rob at even. Uh, there's a decent chance that everybody could end up in the positive after the upcoming weekend, depending on picks. So, Dan, let's kick it to you for years first. So, I am going to – maybe this might be an aspirational pick, but I'm going to pick San Diego State plus four at Air Force. Uh, as noted earlier, you know, this Aztec's rushing defense is really, really good, and their offense is maybe a little bit more varied than the Zoomies. Uh, honestly, the statistics in this game are pretty close across the uh, the two teams. I'll just take San Diego State getting the points in a low-scoring game. My other pick is Ball State minus six uh, versus Miami, Ohio. I'm now on record predicting that the Cardinals are going to repeat as the MAC champs. They got a good chance to win outright. Uh, this team, this is a good team that got off to a bad start, not a bad team. And I just think everybody read that wrong, including you know the Army fan base in detail. Trap game of the week, uh, UTSA ranked number 24 at La Tech. The Roadrunners have played really, really good football up to this point. Yes, they beat Memphis, but we're into that part of the season now where even a slight misstep can cost you. And with this team, it just wouldn't surprise me to see them drop this winnable game on the road. Roadrunners are in rarefied air. Like We have never seen them perform like this, and I think it's a little too easy it, when this is like your first, te- first time being you know legit to get caught looking ahead and thinking about things that aren't, let's take care of business this week. All right. By the way, Dan, you had a split streak of three weeks in a row where you had a hit and a miss. And this is the first weekend that you broke that. So uh, congrats on that. Uh, Jordan, who do you have? Uh, I'm picking Navy, unfortunately, at plus 28 (laughs) over Cincinnati. That's madness. Um, You're going to lose that one, big guy. Well, Cincinnati is going to bend them over and spank them. But if you look at all of Navy's losses, with the exception of Marshall and Air Force, but their other four losses uh, have been by like a touchdown. And so, you know, against SMU, they only lost by a touchdown. And, you know, yeah, Cincinnati's a much better team. I think they'll probably win by three touchdowns. But uh, Navy's offense is just good enough. And Cincinnati's offense is just slow enough where I think Navy can hold the ball and still lose by two or three touchdowns, um, but not get blown out. But, hey, we'll see. All right. So we got Navy plus 28 for Jordan, and we'll get Rob's picks later. I'm going to pick Michigan on behalf of Rob because I know he'd love that. (laughs) (laughs) I got my jersey hanging over there. I don't don't even know who they're playing this weekend. Who are they playing this weekend? Uh, Northwestern. Oh, that's a good game. I should have made that the game of the week. Oh, well, what are you going to do? All right, so before we close the show, in 30 seconds or less, what is your favorite non-service academy under-the-radar story of 2021? Jordan. Uh, UCF and Cincinnati. You know, I I like the American. I'm a UCF fan. My brother played on the 2017 team at UCF. Won the Peach Bowl, beat Auburn, that whole thing. Really kind of opened the door for the American to kind of gain some respect, you know. Yeah. UCF then the next year didn't get the kind of respect that they deserved. 
Um, Cincinnati last year got high up in the rankings, finished in the top 10. And then this year, they're now the number two team in the country. So it's interesting that UCF really has kind of opened the door for Cincinnati. Um, maybe Cincinnati will go to the college football playoff. Um, they have to be undefeated. If they lose a game, they're going to drop outside the top 10. When everybody yeah, absolutely. Knows that. Um, so that would be interesting to see, you know, how, how one kind of led to the other. And then also what those two are going to do when they move to the big 12. So, um, you know, UCF likes to say the future college football is in Orlando, Florida, and, you know, that was marketing. And this year it's a rebuilding year, but, um, I think it's in Orlando and it's in Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, James. 30 seconds or less. Favorite 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, I went down to Norman for the first time since moving to Oklahoma City, and okay. my first thought was, how is a team from this place beating Texas every single year in the Red River uh, shootout? W- wild to me how that happens, because Texas is from the met- met- somewhat metropolis of Austin. But how about Caleb Williams? True freshman quarterback coming in four touchdowns through the air, almost 250 yards, Another touchdown rushing, taking over the Heisman winner, uh, presumed Heisman winner from uh, the preseason. So I'm all in on Caleb Williams. I got myself an OU fat. I'm a Boomer fan now. All right. There you go. Wow. That was right under 30 seconds. (laughs) Good, baby. Uh, So mine is that it's just crazy to see all the carnage and chaos in the Power Five and the way that it's created space for teams in the Group of Five to get into the AP and coaches poll. We saw Coastal Carolina and Cincy succeed last year. But in addition to those teams, we now have Southern Methodist, San Diego State, UTSA, which is like the team that I never would have picked to be in the top 25. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll be a little surprised, like I said, if the Roadrunners and the Aztecs don't stumble at some point. But it's been interesting. And you never know. San Diego State, they've had a couple of really, really good teams over the years. So anyway, that's all we got this week. Thank you very much for joining us for this edition of College Football Roundtable. If you like this show, friends, please share it with your friends. Uh, Trying to get you ready for the game in about 20 minutes for the whole the whole Saturday of college football. So with that, we're going to sign off and say beat Wake Forest. Beat them. Thanks for listening to the Ask for Football College Football Roundtable. Join the Ask for Football team on our next episode as we bring you more hot takes and college football analysis. We would also like to thank our sponsor, UniformFlag.com, where 100% of the proceeds from all purchases go to the Lead the Way Fund. Show your service and support a great cause. You can also find us at AskForFootball.com and across all social media platforms. I would also like to give a quick shout-out to our Globe Platform presenters of our video podcast at VeteranTrashTalk.com.